Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in a world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, serial entrepreneur and estate agent, David Thomas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent Podcast. Thank you for joining me, and thanks again for all your support and questions that have been coming in. And in today's episode, we're going to cover a big, hot topic in the property investment arena and the landlord space, and that is tax. Um, And what we're going to cover is the tax considerations that you as a landlord should be aware of. So I'm not a qualified accountant. So this is going to be a basic overview to give you an awareness of these topics. Um, There will be some guidance at the end of the podcast of places that you can go for further information and even do courses on these things. But from the outset, the biggest advice I'd give anybody becoming a landlord or getting into property investment is have a good accountant and a good tax advisor. It's critical that you understand all these things. Um, They are obviously constantly changing with government legislation. So it can have a massive impact on how your investment performs. So please do top tip number one is make sure you have a good accountant and tax advisor. Now, we'll cover the basics of a lot of these subjects today. But what I also want to say is if any of these um, you want more detail on them, they are quite complex or you've got a specific scenario that you want us to look into, please do get in touch. We'll bring in the experts to interview on the podcast And we can go into some real detail on some of these subjects. So one of them that we will cover is the Section 24 Finance Act changes, which um, is restricting the allowable costs landlords can claim back. And that is a um, a massively impactful change to the legislation. So we're going to cover that in a separate episode as well, where we'll go into the detail with a tax advisor on how this will impact a landlord and the kind of things that you can do to help against it. So by all means, please do get in touch. Let us know if any of these subjects you want more detail on, and uh, we'll gladly do that. So to get straight into today's episode, we're basically going to cover an overview. So you're, you're probably aware the government has really hit landlords hard over the past 12 months. And uh, particularly with changes to the tax they pay and that they can claim back. So the first thing that we'll cover that not only impacts landlords, but everybody um, buying and selling property are the changes to the stamp duty land tax, SDLT. So as of the 1st of April 2016, anyone in England, Wales and Northern Ireland purchasing an additional residential property that is not their only or main residence for £40,000 or more, must pay an extra 3% stamp duty above the current stamp duty land tax residential rates. Now, this particular bit is obviously targeting landlords and people that own buy-in investment properties. Um, but I'll also just cover the, the main residential rates as well. So the current rates mean that you pay stamp duty on increasing portions of the property price above £125,000. So, for instance, up to £125,000, the stamp duty land tax is zero. 
the portion from £125,000 and one penny to £250,000 is 2%. The portion from £250,000 and one penny to £925,000 is 5%. And then the portion from £925,000 and one penny to £1.5 million is 10%. The portion above £1.5 million is 12%. So those are the standard current stamp duty uh, rate brackets. But what you now need to consider as a landlord or an investment um, purchaser is that for an additional buy-to-let property, landlords will pay an extra 3% on top of these rates. So if you're buying a property for £300,000, you know, you're in the 5% stamp duty bracket, but you will be paying an extra 3% on top of that. So you're looking at 8% as your stamp duty land tax. Now, that's quite a significant difference. So you do need to be aware of this and you do need to factor it into your uh, sums at the beginning. So it's worth noting that purchasers now have 36 months rather than 18 months between selling the main residence and replacing it with another one without having to pay the higher rates. So do bear that in mind as well. So moving on from stamp duty land tax, we're going to briefly cover land and buildings transaction tax, LBTT. Now, since the 1st of April 2015, land and buildings transaction tax replaced UK stamp duty land tax in Scotland. So this is Scotland specific. And under the LBTT, properties worth up to 145,000 will not pay any tax. So they've got a higher initial um, bracket. For sales between 145,000 and one penny and 250,000, a tax rate of 2% is applicable with a rate of 5% between 250,000 and a penny and 325,000. Between 325,000 and one penny and 750,000, the rate will be 10% with a top rate of 12% applying to all transactions above 750,000. So from the 1st of April 2016, an extra 3% stamp duty above the current LBTT residential rates was introduced for anyone purchasing an additional residential property that is not their only or main residence. And again, this is for £40,000 or more. So the same additional tax implications for a second investment property uh, or landlord buy-to-let property exist against the Scottish tax brackets as well as the UK stamp duty land tax. So please bear that in mind whether you're buying in, in England um, or, or Scotland that the, the rules do, the rates do vary, but you will have a higher tax to pay as a landlord. The next thing then, as I mentioned at the very beginning, is I'll just give a brief overview, but there is now a restriction of allowable costs. And this has been termed as Section 24 of the Finance Act. And um, it's had huge implications on landlords, particularly large portfolio landlords. So basically all landlords with residential property inside or outside the UK are allowed to claim relief for finance costs, such as mortgage interest incurred on the property they let. Tax relief is available at 40% and 45% for landlords paying tax at the higher and additional tax rates. 
However, this tax relief will be restricted to the basic rate of income tax, 20%, by April 2020, and is being phased in gradually by the government from April 2017. So this, there's a lot more detail behind this one and the way that it's being phased in. Um, it is already starting to have an impact to most landlords and most landlords do now need to plan ahead for the full implications of this by 2020. So I will cover this in a future episode. We'll get a tax expert in here to interview and we'll go into the depth of it. But if there's a specific thing you want to cover in this or there's a specific question about it, you know, please do get in touch with us. Give us your questions and we'll make sure they're answered. So the next thing is changes to the wear and tear allowance. In April 2016, the wear and tear allowance for fully furnished properties in the UK was replaced with a relief that enables all landlords of residential houses to deduct the costs they actually incur on replacing furnishings, appliances and kitchenware in the property. The relief given will be for the cost of a like-for-like or nearest modern equivalent, plus any costs incurred in disposing of the old item, or less any proceeds uh, proceeds received for the asset being replaced. The next thing then is capital gains tax. Now landlords are likely to have to pay capital gains tax if they make a profit when they sell a property, um, property that's not their home, such as a buy-to-let investment. In the last 10 years, there have been many changes to how capital gains tax is charged. Currently, the rate applicable to gains made on the sale of a property is 28%, and this amount is payable irrespective of whether a landlord intends to reinvest these gains. To understand these issues further, um, you know, I really recommend getting in touch with your accountant or an independent tax advisor. Um, Because when you're looking at capital gains tax, you really need to consider when you are looking to sell and liquidate that asset because um, you have to tax plan it in with all your other income and all the other things that have happened to you in that tax year. Um, So sometimes timing the disposal of an asset needs careful planning from the capital gains perspective. So lastly, then, um, I wanted to mention that HMRC have some great online tax training, which people aren't really aware of. They offer an online training course and run regular webinars to provide help and guidance for landlords with their tax requirements. The training covers everything from property income, how to work out profit or loss and your expenses. And HMRC are also running a let property campaign that gives landlords the opportunity to bring their tax affairs up to date and to get the best possible terms to pay the tax they owe. So what I'll do is I'll put the links and everything to this course and the HMRC guidance in the show notes. Um, Again, it's great to be clued up on all these things, get as much information as you can. Um, Feel free, again, to keep asking us any questions, any specifics that you want answering, and we'll get the experts to answer those for you. But please do take advantage of all the free training out there. Get a real good awareness of it. Hopefully this podcast has just raised a couple of the issues that you should consider. Um, and then, you know, really go out there, um, employ a good accountant or tax advisor to be by your side. Just like one of the future podcast episodes, it's all about building your property power team. You know, building the right people around you, the right advisors, the experts in that particular area 
because you can't be the expert at everything, you know, especially investing in property, there's a lot to deal with, whether it's from the refurbishment to the finance to the letting, managing, tax, accounting, you know, there's so many different things to consider. So definitely build up your team of your experts and they will be there to help and guide you along the way. So I hope you found it useful. A um, bit of an overview. It was just picking out the, the key tax topics that are coming up. It's an ever-changing landscape, so we will keep you updated if um, new legislation comes in or there are updates to any of these. But I hope you found it useful. Thanks again for listening, and please do get in touch. Please keep sending us your questions. We need them to answer to help you on your journey. And um, again, I'll put everything in the show notes and all the links to contacting us. You can go through our website or our social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And until then, I look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast. So until then, goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.